0: Hey, hey, what's going on, good people? You've tuned in to another episode of Youth Development, What's Working and What's Not. I'm Jackie Tyra. Hey, how are you, Jackie? I'm good. You? I am okay. I had um uh oh. I am okay. I've had an interesting week, but it's, <laughs> don't oh, say no. uh-oh like that, Jackie. <laughs> right, because you're like, I am okay. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> no, I'm chill. I'm chill. Okay, well that's good. And how was your day? Um, I had a good day, I think. I got to work from home today. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I'm ahead on some projects, so um, awesome. today was good. <laughs> it awesome. was a quiet day. Awesome! Yeah, we like quiet Fridays. How was your day? My day was. My day started Uh-oh. off. Oh no, no! No 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 <laughs> no! I would say okay. So everybody, so we we've said on you know on the podcast before. You know that I'm in a new position at work or whatever this and that. So I experienced my first uh, budget meeting today. Oh, okay. And it was like I just won't the last 2 hours of my life back. So <laughs> I just want that's that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like cuz I'm like okay so it was basically like um uh, I was listening in if you will to kind of like get a feel for it or whatever, you know. I wasn't like of course, I wasn't like conducting the meeting or anything like that. You know, like you know the the big wigs they were in there, and and we did this one department. We have several more to go, so pray for me. So
1: oh, we Lord. did this, okay?
0: You know, so we did this one department, whatever. So so we had to, they had to submit their budgets and say, okay, this is what you plan on spending for the, the fiscal year, and blah 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 blah. They skip you in a third, right? And so okay. So I mean, to me, I would think that this would just be like a. a um an open and shut, you know, type process or whatever. You said you want to spend X. Okay, we'll go down your list to see if you can do that, you know, and if not, you know, you need to cut this, this, that, and the third. Why did that take two hours of my life? I don't know. <laughs> Why did it take two hours? I don't know. No. You got all these people <laughs> on this <laughs> on on this video conference and I'm just like, what? I, it's 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 <laughs> just how it is. <laughs> You're like, is this it? I'm like, God, help me. Help me, Lord. And I'm definitely not, you know, complaining because, you know, I definitely I, I appreciate, you know, um the the promotion and all this other sort of stuff. But I did I guess we will we'll get into this when we talk about it about the topic later, or whatever. But I have come and I'm gonna say this you know kind of like I don't know like with some boldness or whatever I've come to the realization I have a whole master's degree in something I don't want to do oh lord (laughs) Jackie (laughs) what (laughs) why I have a whole master's degree and this is what um, and I know Tyra and I you know we talk to our young people you know about stuff like this, you Mm -hmm. know, um, a lot. And so I really try to drive it home, um, with the young people that I'm around about, you know, finding their purpose, their passion and all this other stuff. Cause I, Mm -hmm. cause I do believe, I mean, I understand now I'm 40 and now what my purpose is and what I should be doing. right? Right but I'm 40, and then that, and that's not thats not to say, you know, anything like too late or anything like that, and I'm not trying to paint that picture, but what I'm saying is that I believe that a 20-year-old can know their purpose. True, that's true. I, I believe that a 19-year-old, you know what I'm saying, with with proper guidance and with that conversation started early enough that they could find out what their purpose is. They don't have to go through, Um, you know, I believe that Finding purpose it saves you time, money, and energy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know you, um, if you want to go to college, or if you believe that what you want to do involves college or whatever, you know. But in the event that it doesn't, that's totally fine too, and you'll save money. So yeah. you know, <laughs> check that off. You know, what I'm saying, okay, I'm saving some money because what I realize now that what I was created to do, what I found out what my purpose is, it doesn't involve me making a four year emotional, mental and financial commitment. So, I'm um, I'm curious. I feel mm-hmm. like I know mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz I've known you for a while. Yeah, but Jackie, how have you come to find out what your purpose is? <sighs> you know what? I want to say when I started Project Increase back in 2015, right? Um, I knew that my purpose was to work in the community. Mm. I knew it then um so and that and that was just something that that wouldn't leave me. you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. and i was I was always passionate about social justice in in some sort of capacity, you know, when I saw stuff you know not just within the community or just people period when I see things that i that I thought was not right or unfair, you know what I'm saying that would that would make me feel some type of way and would, would make me want to get involved and pursue you know justice for that individual or for that situation, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so now I feel like you know that's what one of the things that prompted me, you know to uh, start project increase was to help combat um uh, financial injustice uh, within our community. so that's one of the seven pillars, if you will, of of Project Increase. Mm -hmm. Um, So I found that out, though, in 2015. So, you know, and so I said all that to say, again, I I don't believe that it takes some sort of epiphany or aha moment um, for young people to find out what they were created to do. I don't think Mm -hmm. it has to, you know, they have to jump through a whole bunch of hoops and trial and error and all that stuff and keep bumping their heads when you have adults around you that can um initiate that conversation and to help guide you into where you should be. Mm. Okay. I ask that because I am so um I don't know, the topic tonight is so good, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> So Jackie, I I want us to I want us to get into the topic because one of the um, one of the things that you said just about time, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So you all we watched this video uh, or have been watching this video, and I'm sure if you're on TikTok or if you're on Instagram or anything that has uh, a video and a caption type of (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. app on it, you have probably seen this video. Um, But it's basically this video that's going viral about what. Um, what you did, what was not, what you weren't prepared for. Help me out, Jackie. What you what, weren't prepared for adulthood, right. right? What's what's an adult problem that you weren't. And it's amazing to me, Jackie, that you started the conversation this way, because one of the, um, in the video, you all, again, there's one person asking this question and then in grand, you know, TikTok and community behavior. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, There are a bunch of people responding to the question, right? Um, And somehow, Jackie, you you know, you added this one from YouTube. I'm imagining there are probably more um, video or more versions of the video as well. Mm -hmm. But in the one that I saw, Um, There's this woman who's breaking down how much time we spend doing things on average, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, you know, pair that with what you're saying, Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) You are saving a lot of time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I forget the exact number of years, but just thinking about the number of years that you're spending, um, you know, as an adolescent, right? Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I was just having this conversation with a student um, on Wednesday. A lot of countries, um, I should say a lot of countries, some countries within the UN, right, within the United Nations, they actually look at adolescence as um, up to age 30, right? Mm. Um, So you think about, you know, the difference or are the different ways that different cultures define youth, right, and define what it means to be in an adolescent stage, right? Mm -hmm. Even thinking, I think you and I had the conversation about... um, or not you and I. Um, uh, past, uh, Apostle Cunningham mm-hmm. was sharing on one of you all, the church's lives, right? Mm-hmm. That um, a Jewish boy actually goes from twelve age 12 to about, you know, age 30, right? Yes, his yes. whole training, you know, mm-hmm. is how to be a man in Jewish culture. So that's like 18 years of your life that in American, it translated to American culture, honey, you got to have a job, you got to... <laughs> mm-hmm. There, there's still not that um that similar mindset across the world of what youth and adolescence is so but based on what this woman was saying in the video and p- again pairing it with what you just said Jackie like there's a whole at least between 18 and what did she say the average life expectancy was she said uh the it's like I think she said like seventy-eight or something like that. But right. ultimately, she uh she said, Okay, eight eight of those uh hours you spent sleeping. I forgot what what did that equate to it in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she said sleeping, you know, you're working and all this other stuff. But ultimately, uh after you're doing all she said, once you throw in all these other things, like you, you taxes, family, all this right. other stuff, you really <laughs> have actually twenty-two and a half years to actually find out and to fulfill your purpose i don't know how she came to all those calculations but but the number ended up being that after you got through being all busy doing life you really have 22 and a half years to find yourself and to um walk out your purpose and it was so interesting. And I'm, of course, y'all, I'm not saying, you know, just take her word for it. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Go and do some research ourselves. Right. Exactly. But if, if, if like, she's accurate, right. If she's giving us accurate data, um, it boiled down to, again, being from birth to like age 18. And then I think she said it was like 17 and a half years that we s- spend sleeping out of our, mm-hmm. out of our, you know, entire life. Mm-hmm. And then, taking like age 18 up until you know average life expectancy for Americans is 78 is what she said that's 60 years but to get to say okay I got 60 years of technically adult life right mm-hmm. but I only got 22 of those years to actually be fulfilled mm-hmm. <laughs> with my purpose <laughs> I was like what this is this is robbery right <laughs> <is> highway robbery <laughs> um so yeah I thought that I just thought that was so interesting the way she broke it down but uh and that's another reason why I asked too like how did you come to find what your purpose is right mm-hmm. um because if we're saying that as youth practitioners um youth organizers youth development workers we're supposed to be the ones that are helping younger people and again no matter what age uh, you know you start working with young people because i know young people right now they like in their 20s i started working with young people professionally <laughs> in my 20s but in my in high school like all of the kids at church were technically my my little brothers and sisters right mm-hmm. So thinking through like especially if you're around an eight, like a certain age or, or I won't say a certain age um especially if you're around um uh, the idea uh, you know you're in agreement with jackie like it doesn't matter what age you are you can find out your purpose at any age but what if i'm still trying to figure out my purpose and i'm supposed to be the one that's helping someone else figure it out mm-hmm. i was like mm-hmm. oh honey this is this is good this is a good conversation for us to start having with young people now oh yeah absolutely because um again i i, I wouldn't want to, i was having i was actually having that conversation with apostle not too long ago and my niece, uh, she just turned 20 years old, right? And so she is like always like all up under me and stuff like that. And so as I was talking to Apostle, she came and she just uh, you know, she just wrapped her arms around me and stuff like that, acting like a big old baby when she was twenty <laughs> years old, right? So but anywho, um, we just kept, you know, Apostle and we just kept talking and I said, um, her name is Breeze, and so she was on, on my back, whatever. I said, I I believe that Breeze could know what her purpose is now, and she's 20, I, I don't think it's, it's that she would have to go another 20 years. hmm hmm You know, just living life, you know, um, casually, and just, you know, trying this and trying that and doing this and doing that, you know, until she is 35 and 40, it's like, oh, now I get it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and so I uh, mean, and unfortunately, um, I didn't have that conversation with when I was coming up. You know, with adults around me when I was coming up, um, because my mother she passed away early. You know, I was like 17 years old, and so I came from um a very older generation. I had a lot of older people around me, right? Um, so in that era. I don't want to say era because that makes me sound old or whatever. But in that time frame um, conversation, it wasn't common. You know what I'm saying? It was like um, things that that we, that you and I talked to young people about, there was no sense of conversation. It's like you didn't talk about sex. You just experienced Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. You didn't talk about relationships. You just experienced it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You didn't talk about I mean, I don't know. You know, um, uh, I don't know, like teen pregnancy or something like that. You just knew that you know one of your friends just came up pregnant, whatever. But there was no conversation around sensitive topics like that. You just knew, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. There was no why, or there was no or because of this, this, that, and the third. It was always don't, 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 don't. Yeah, it there were like, no, uh, there were no outlining of the consequences. Like- no. No, Mm -hmm. it was like, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that, da-da-da-da-da. And it was like, well, okay. So, but then once you were actually confronted with that situation, you didn't know, you knew it was wrong, but you didn't know how to fight that situation because all you knew was that, okay, I know, I know I was told this was wrong, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I like it or or, thing to me. Mm -hmm. So I in the back of my mind, I was told this was wrong, but I don't have what it takes to combat this thing. Or even um, I was told don't do this. And I said earlier, you know, uh, we lacked the ability to actually hear consequences more often than not. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, I think to a certain degree it wasn't so much that we understood what the consequences were outside of like Jackie saying, this is bad. Right. Or this, um, this is not, this is going to deter, this is going to derail your future. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's so interesting that, you know, the way you're talking about it too, because there were things that I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I didn't learn how to do that until I became an adult. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's unfortunate because a lot of young people, they would, avoid bumping their head mm-hmm. on things if there was just a matter of conversation. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it it's weird now, you know, that a lot of our teenagers and young adults, they just find simple conversation to be very foreign. Cause it's like it doesn't even in this day and time, it's it's not a common practice. Mm-hmm. Mm mm-hmm. It's interesting because I at one point you were talking, I thought to ask, you know, were those conversations that you ended up having with your friends about what to do, what not to do, um, because then in some instances, you know, and I've had this conversation, I know you have as well with uh, younger people about teen pregnancy or about, you know, having, uh, (laughs) having to have abortions, right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Having to navigate whether, you know, uh, a a person should keep a child at a very young age, right. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, give the child up for adoption. Like we're having really, heavy and weighty conversations with uh young adults now because you know we were called to do those things, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, there are young people who are experiencing having to, you know, be led by people in their age group mm-hmm. is what I'm finding. And to me it, it or at least out I'll say to me, <laughs> I'll keep saying to me um, in my experience, that would have been like the blind leading the blind, right? Mm-hmm. If I had to go to any of my friends and ask, oh, it, how am I supposed to do this as as it pertains to um, sex or as it pertains to relationships? Like what you were saying is so true about not understanding one consequences, but then also not really even knowing how to navigate emotions and feelings about uh, heavy topics like death, you know, without Mm -hmm. experiencing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking going back to the video, um, a lot of the young people that was answering the question. um, And again, that we're going to restate the question is what's an adult problem that, Mm -hmm. that no one talked to you about. (laughs) So, and one of the it it seems simple, but this one guy said calling and making a doctor's appointment. He mm-hmm. said, "What, what was that?" A couple to people do? said that actually. <laughs> it was like, "What was I supposed to do?" He was like, I, th- "I thought I was calling the hospital to say, okay, I know I need to go to the doctor, but then when he answered, <laughs> when the person answered the phone and started asking me questions, I got scared and hung up." So it was like, <laughs> it was like, "Wow," and and it wasn't. Um, like, dang, you know, like, who raised you? Whatever, it was kind of like, wow, yeah, like, that is genuinely concerned, right? Right, it, it, was it did concern guy. me. Was this was like, wow. the same guy that um also said, you know, that he would after going to the <laughs> after going to the doctor, then he had to like, you know, get his prescriptions filled or whatever, and he's reading, you know, the instructions, and then having to check with his parents, like. Mm. But is this, is, you know, should I really be taking two of these a day? <laughs> right, right. He said, I think he said, he said that he was supposed to take the medicine, take it twice every six hours. And he asked his mom, like, uh, does that sound right? And she was like, you don't know. Can you please tell me? <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord bless him, Jesus. But, you know, but that's real. Yeah, it is real because um, for a couple of reasons, right? It's real because if you have somebody, oh, actually, I had a. <laughs> I had a student tell me this the other day he was like uh, because this is a student um who is getting ready to graduate uh from undergrad you all he um also works at the front desk for the division of student engagement so anything to do with housing anything to do with um, you know student uh, activities on campus um, anything to do with careers, people come to this particular office to find help or to find resources or to find support right there's even a prayer room in in this particular division right. Mm-hmm. So he was uh, basically venting. (laughs) Now, mind you, he's venting about people, his, you know, young people his age, though, (laughs) because he was saying like, yeah, sometimes, you know, I'm at the desk and we get a lot of phone calls from parents. And I'm just like, and he also, Jackie, I should share this, too. He's somebody who has lost um, a parent. Mm -hmm. So he has lost uh, his father, like within the past couple of years. But as he was complaining, he was like, yeah, I just don't get it. Because, like, my dad taught us work ethic and stuff like that. But then these people had their parents (laughs) calling to check our uh, stuff or to ask us questions about their lives. And he was just going off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's so funny to me because it's like depending on you know what type of house you grew up in right depending on you know how your parents were developed as young people um depending on so many things right your experience as a as an adult is often like shaped by so many things that you don't even have control over (laughs) Mm, that's good that's good that's good um what's i gonna say I was going back to I was thinking back into the video where it said, um, what did that one person say? One of those young people they were talking about how lonely. Oh, how lonely. That made me sad. It, was it like did. multiple people saying that. They though. did and all of them were young, y'all. They were super like, young. Oh, uh, that made me so sad. They did. They said that becoming an adult is is a very lonely place. Like when they were in high school, of course they had they were forced to interact you know, with their friends and forced to interact with people. So they was able to build relationships, you know, uh, with people, whoever, however, once they became, um, an adult, it was like, um, everybody was out for themselves, basically. Mm -hmm. It's interesting though, because the first well, this might not have been the first person, maybe the second person who said that though, he was talking about like, um, understanding networking as a skill. Mm hmm in relationship to um, having, you know, this high school experience that forced you to be around people, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought even that was, like, disheartening, right? Because, you know, you think of networking, normally you're thinking of, like, careers, right? Mm-hmm. So based on what he was saying, though, like, there was no real relationship that was forming. You were literally just networking and going through the day-to-day because you had to be around those people. right. <laughs> Um, And I thought that was so interesting. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That's like a whole different, that's a whole different perspective on, on high school experience in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my concern, I know we have talked about this, you know, quite a bit. My concern is that now that a lot of young people, they are becoming adults and they are, um, become incited by becoming an adult, uh, because, um, there's there's so much that you think that you want to experience you want to be grown I think I think of people they just like that word mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and 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 uh, of course you know even when we were coming up we could I can't wait to be grown okay it's like it's like that word I don't know that that particular word sounds good or something like that I don't know what it is but you know everybody wants to be quote grown right you want to know why because well, I can say maybe for when we were younger, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you would hear people be like, Mm-mm, you ain't grown. Chill out. Or like, Mm-mm, you ain't grown. Calm down. Or like, you know, so again, even when we were talking about like the idea of consequences. Right. Mm-hmm. On the other side of that are things that we're told not to do that seem, you know, uh, like the grass is greener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And like even um the the minor things like do you know where your birth certificate is mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying do you know i know you know your social security number but do you actually have your social security card well no 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 wait 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 <laughs> what what <laughs> you say i know you know your social security number there are a lot of people our age that don't even that don't have it have it memorized let's talk Mm-mm. about that that's not a good look let's talk about that let's talk about the fact that you know well your driver's license number is something different too but as i'm coming into um business ownership right as i'm coming Mm -hmm. into like all of these different things paying bills right Mm -hmm. people actually want you to type your your driver's license number (laughs) for certain things and i'm like dang and i was talking to somebody and i was like oh yeah i memorized it even though that was like maybe Sometime in February, and now I've forgotten it. <laughs> uh huh. This person was like, "What? Why did you do that?" <laughs> that was the response. Like, well, why would you, you know, memorize your driver's license number? And in my mind, I was thinking, like, why wouldn't you? Like, <laughs> right? I've been driving for like, well, if I've been driving since you know my early twenties, and ooh, I'm about to tell my age, <laughs> and you know, I've been driving for a while, right? in my mind, like, this whole time I had been trying to memorize my driver's license number. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's just one of those things where it's, like, social security number, driver's mm-hmm. license number, emergency contact phone number. Can you imagine, like, the number of uh young people that do not have one mem- one cell phone number memorized? <laughs> Ain't that something? Ain't that something? God forbid if something did happen to you. You know, and, and because, I guess, technology and just life itself makes it so easy that you don't have to um, um, rely on on that type of things or those you know you don't have to rely on your memory anymore why because it's in your phone Um, I I remember before um, I was like because I remember when I got my first cell phone you know because that wasn't really a thing you know when we were coming up but I mean I used to know you know do I know my daddy's cell phone right now don't know Mm -hmm. about (laughs) her i don't think i know my father we too dependent on these phones that's bad (laughs) i don't think i know my father's cell phone number i know my sisters and i know my i'm talking i'm trying to think of like an an immediate person like an emergency contact like i know my sisters and i'm thinking i'm talking about young people (laughs) no 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 (laughs) (laughs) that's bad okay (laughs) this will you think that 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 is a thing. But you know how society has has evolved to where we don't, you know, have to in a sense rely on those type of things anymore. It's bad. It is very bad. But I mean, cause it would it would be unfortunate because if God forbid, you know, if I came into um an accident, I think the only person that I would know to call would be my sister. I know her number by heart, but my mm-hmm. aunt, she lives in Memphis. So there's that. I think that's another thing too like going back to loneliness Mm -hmm. um, there was one person who mentioned like having to schedule (laughs) Mm -hmm. having to schedule just you know board time or like uh, not idle time um, recreational time fun times with Uh your friends like it it really is I have a friend right now she's like every every time like we text each other it'll be sporadic because of our work right Mm mm-hmm but she'll be like, oh, you know, we got to schedule coffee. Like, we got to go schedule, you know, to go XYZ. And I'm thinking, like, why we got to schedule this? Like, why can't it just happen? Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm, I almost feel like, you know, like a child actually whining about it, but it's something that's real. Like, if you don't think about, you know, people's uh, childcare situation or, you know, their work schedules, you might not actually get to see your friends. For weeks or months at a time, absolutely. unless you're a heavy Facetime person, <laughs> right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, or unless you're like a texter or something like that. But as far as like actually seeing that person, you know, th- that that could be a minute because, yeah, you you are absolutely right. Um, as far as like getting stuff that that's, that seems to be like a common thing, getting stuff on a calendar. Say, okay, you want to go out to eat tomorrow okay cool tomorrow what time and when and where do you want me to meet you because life life be life Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying life be life and then next thing you know you know I guess I wanted and this is bad but I'm I'm Uh I'm I'm gonna tell myself but this is bad (laughs) I'm one of those people that's like if you cancel on me I know y'all everybody sees this like all over there I'm one I am one of those people though if you cancel on me I'd be like oh dang and hurry up get right back in the (laughs) bed I am. I'm like, <laughs> oh, dang, Tyra, for real? Okay, well, you know, okay. And, because sleep, and, but, but, sleep but, is but, such a hot commodity. And you know what I'm saying? Good. But it's not like, but if, if you say, Jack, let's go, you know, to whatever event or let's go go get some coffee or whatever, it's I I will I will do it. You know what I'm saying? But if you something happens, I promise the goodness to you, I will. I ain't not be back. Be, I'll be like, <laughs> you know what, Tyra? That is totally fine. You know, are you okay? I'll make sure you okay, whatever. But you go having your business, sweetheart. you go and you do that. It's so funny because um even thinking about <laughs> thinking about what you said like jump I, I can literally see you jumping in the bed like yes right, ma'am yes ma'am she, that's that. Me, she say you know what Jackie I can't blah 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 <laughs> oh for real okay. <laughs> I right, well you know you good make sure you <laughs> baby take them clothes off so fast <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious that's hilarious. On the other end of that though is like I genuinely like okay well let me let me explain this so last weekend if you were in Chicago it was like 70 degrees outside well no 65 63 you know something like that right mm-hmm. they kept saying it was going to be 70 degrees but I don't know if it actually made it <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But I say all that to say, uh, a group of friends and I had planned and had been planning at least for a week to go to this day party, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and we had a we had a good time, right? Um, but it was one of those things where the whole time I kept thinking, like, oh, am I gonna be able to do this? <laughs> Am I gonna like? Is, are things gonna work out at work for me to able to me to be able to not have any work on Saturday where I'm like actually enjoying myself and not thinking right about all the stuff I got to do? We did end up having a good time, but I say that because I have friends that you know when they uh, come out come you know to Chicago to visit us or you know when they go other places you know they uh, from where they stay right. Many vacations uh you know trips and stuff like that mm-hmm. like work is so like um such a barrier to their enjoyment sometimes mm. and I'm just like Ooh, it it makes me so sad but then it also you know kind of connects to this idea of loneliness or at least what I thought people were trying to communicate on the video right mm-hmm. that sometimes like you're going through things as an adult that you don't really want to tell your friends, right? Or that, mm. you know, you don't really... Um, and actually, I think part of that is the the enemy, too. But that's a whole nother... <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. 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 But yeah, I just have this one friend, uh, or a couple friends, actually, uh, two that I can think of who, anytime, like, we're supposed to be having fun, if there's something going on, like, at work that they feel like they're responsible for they really don't have a great time like it they say that they have a great time but in the back of your head you like mm, they're not really enjoying this mm. <laughs> because of because of their professional experience and wow. it just is it, is heartening because again too it's like you're saying like how you say like it it just dawned on you 2015 right that you wanted to start project increase mm-hmm. it it also makes me wonder like how many of our friends that are experiencing that aren't actually living out their purpose on a day-to-day mm, basis that's good that's good i mean and and even when you hear uh the topics about you know purpose and stuff like that um you know i like i know like a lot of people they want to try to um you know, kind of like buck against it or whatever, because that's more so of like a spiritual thing or whatever. And and although <laughs> it, it, you know, what I'm saying and, and although it is, it's like you know, um, again, once you find out what you're passionate about or what it is that you, you know, because people will say, well, I don't believe in God or or whatever. Just that in the third, you know, that's that's totally you know fine. That's you know that's your prerogative, but at the same time, it's like you know, you I believe that you can still find out. You know um, what you're passionate about. You know, as opposed to settling for something that you think uh, would deem success. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. we have painted this picture of success to be now. Oh, I have a, a thriving seven figure business. You know, I'm. You know, I have a million followers on Instagram. But so everything is kind of like real, very trivial as far as like what it what. Um, constitutes success and happiness and purpose and all that other stuff. Uh when in reality it could very well be you know you working with children. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It, it's <laughs> I had a conversation with um my new direct supervisor. Mm-hmm. And I guess I should stop saying new because it's been since January. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just feels <laughs> new to me because um he's one of those people like i think he thinks he's relatable um but people uh, Uh but sometimes there are barriers right Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and again it goes back to networking skills and like people those soft skills but i say all that to say um I think that there are certain people in our lives who are kind of just bordering, right? They're on that borderline of finding what their purpose is. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you don't, and the reason I I said, is it like in that way about, Mm -hmm. you know, someone finding their purpose and that being spiritual, because it just, it just, it is the scariest thing in the world to me to be walking aimlessly through life right yes right so even if you're not spiritual so you know quote unquote or even if you're not connected as a believer of Christ right I just imagine mm-hmm. people like walking around aimlessly not knowing what they're doing on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis or like on a month-to-month year-to-year basis because oh I'm not spiritual and I don't know I you know that purpose thing I don't I don't want to touch that, that right insane to me hmm absolutely Absolutely okay. So, I'm going to pose the question to you. Mm-hmm. So, what's, so, what's an adult <laughs> problem that no one uh prepared you for? There are so many, <laughs> so many. This is so long, Jackie. Oh my god, you no, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, though, okay. Uh, so taxes partly because. <laughs> Every time I think about my taxes, y'all, I think about this Drake line. And he's like, uh, what does he say? He says, I ain't doing my taxes. I'm too turned up. Like, literally, every time, I would rather be doing anything else <laughs> other than your taxes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would rather be doing anything else. And every year, I tell myself, oh, I'm going to get a jump start on this. You know, mm-hmm. I, like I told um, I told my grandmother today, oh, actually, you know, it was something. I'm sorry. Let me put a, a pin in that. -hmm. When we were talking about the phone numbers, I meant to tell y'all that my grandmother got a yellow book in the mail today. No, no, (laughs) we both were like, "What's she gonna do? Where did this come from?" (laughs) They still print the yellow book. Yes, so if you don't know what that is, you're young enough to not know what a yellow pages is. It is literally, um, and this ties back into stuff like you know we don't we weren't prepared for. I was prepared actually to not um to be not be as reliant on my phone because we always had a thick yellow pages or white pages in yeah. my house, right? Um so I want, you know, anybody who doesn't know what this is, I want you to think about like a physical book dictionary. Mm-hmm. But the word directory, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> You're looking up, you know, on a on a Web page, when you're looking up somebody's like name, their title or anything like that, their phone number, email address. That's what this book is. Right. Mm-hmm. Only it was for people's homes. <laughs> It actually saying this out loud makes me sound so old, but it was for people's houses, like their land. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? I'm I'm thinking about that now. because I remember we had the yellow book and, and the white. The, pages. We had the yellow pages and the white pages. <laughs> so I would because because the, the white page I think was for businesses, right? I don't remember. But, I believe so, but also there were businesses in there. There were businesses. Pages. <laughs> yes, it was. I, I'm thinking about that now because. I remember we used to circle people's um, yes. names in <laughs> there. okay, this is where And Auntie- if you're really old, like in movies, they would circle like job ads and like, you know. <laughs> Oh, we are dating ourselves tonight. My God today. Okay, but <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Now that I've shared Jesus. that Jesus um, Okay, so taxes Uh-huh. Um love Uh, Mm -hmm. this is not in any particular order but taxes love um adult relationships like adult Mm uh romantic relationships Mm -hmm. um and actually adult platonic relationships because my mama would always be like you ain't got no friends (laughs) (laughs) well okay (laughs) you ain't got no friends (laughs) like that was her her favorite line hmm <laughs> um and honey let me not you know be trying to state you know make a make a case for something or you know try to defend myself and say oh i didn't do that and blah 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 you could go ask uh-uh. i ain't gotta go ask nobody you ain't got no friends <laughs> wow um so okay i'm saying this laughingly but these are actually some serious things um mm-hmm. i remember um we had a friend that committed suicide in high school Mm -hmm. and I remember when I was 12 when I was 12 yeah my 14 year old cousin like passed away from an asthma attack so to this day I still don't know I still have anxiety about you know dealing with death and Mm. no one talks about that like Mm. even right now we've had at, at Quinn um so I go to Quinn Chapel you all um and we've had a couple of people older you know people uh, thank i don't want to say thank even with that like i don't want to say thankfully it's like how do you navigate what to say about yes. a person passing all of that yeah um but we've had a couple maybe four or five people who are either uh you know members who were elder members or who were um you know connected to a member of our church right Mm-hmm. um that have passed since the year has began right wow um so dealing with death i would also say uh, the the just the amount of work it takes to maintain a car honey like i just mm. i know people talking about gas and i've heard you know mixed things like you know people <laughs> i saw a meme today jackie that said um that said basically, why are people complaining about gas when they were doing all those fake PPP? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that wasn't my ministry, right? That wasn't my my experience. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I have the right to complain about gas, especially when also you have to, you know, navigate transportation for a child. If you got children in school, but you can't actually pick them up because you're at work when they're still at, when they're getting out of school. And also I was telling another friend the other day, like why as an adult, I just don't understand how children have to be at school and then they get out of school after people get off of work that don't Mm. make sense to me Mm -hmm. like I just can't (laughs) who made the system it's just (laughs) backwards okay (laughs) um what else there were a lot of people talking about like figuring out what to eat on a regular basis (laughs) Uh uh-huh and I, I felt that because I'm a person that I don't like to cook. I'm not gonna meal prep. Like, you really? Know. I made some. I made. I'm at my family's house, y'all. And when I came, when I came this evening before we got on the <laughs> before we get on the podcast and doing recording, I mentioned to my grandmother that I made shrimp and grits today. And I only made a little bit because I was think it was my first time, you know, making shrimp and grits together, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I only made a little bit and I kept thinking like, oh, I should make, you know, this should be enough for me and like to take over to my grandma's house and also the the killing part about that, you all is my daughter is allergic to fish. Mm-hmm. So of course I had to do it while she wasn't <laughs> while she wasn't in the house. So again, in my mind I'm preparing enough, right, for me and one other person, right? My grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm going to clean the house and I'm going to do everything I need to do to make sure that this smell and this scent and there is no like residue from this Mm. shrimp before my daughter gets home that's a whole thing nobody taught me how to do (laughs) Mm. like planning and you know like preparing uh for meals on a day-to-day basis I just did that on a whim today because I was at home and I was hungry and I had been working from home like and I Mm -hmm. and you know God aligned it for her to be (laughs) at school Mm -hmm. so Is that happening on a day-to-day basis, Jackie? No, like who does that? I see you posting stuff, you know, about like good food options and recipes that you're trying out, and I'm just thinking, like, look at my adult, look at my adult (laughs) friend. (laughs) She's such an adult. (laughs) As for me, (laughs) okay, okay, well, how about this? I, I may, I may, I may, you know, I may get you on the food front, but I don't know how to sew. (gasps) Oh, <gasps> Jackie! Can you like, say I can stitch. I can stitch. it Listen, we gonna no. stitch a hem. You ain't gonna be out here, you know, right? No, no. <laughs> See, I need to. I, I don't know how to do that. So, because I have a coat right now that I need to take to the cleaners because the 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 lining is ripped a little, <sighs> Jackie. And send me a I picture of this coat. <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it to you if you come over here. So I'm like, that. I'm just like I. I don't know and I need to learn and I even have don't judge me y'all. I have cuz I see You got a sewing machine, Jackie. I don't have a sewing machine, but I do have um some thread. I actually have a um a collection of like different um threads and needles in my pantry. Um cuz I thought that, you know, because in my mind cuz I think I bought that like Maybe a year and a half. I'm not finna to buy me a new winter coat or whatever. You know, if it's like if the pocket is ripped a little bit or something, like that, mm-hmm. I'm just going to sew the pocket because I'm not going to buy a whole nother coat. Because And who knew if we was going to be outside? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? This was in my mind. This was in my mind. Right. So I brought the little sewing kit or whatever. It asked me if I know how to do it. No. Nope. Oh, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Here's a, a image for you. Uh-huh. I am a junior and I'm in a class with one of my uh, person who's like one of my best friends um, to this day. Right. And mm-hmm. we're in college together. And there were there was actually a group of us um, that took this class. I think it was like black power or something like that um, in the in America. And as an undergrad student um, is close enough to her graduation. Um, that we're in class and like we, it's like a really laid back class. The te- the professor of that class comes in with her um, not her graduation cap and gown, but you know, like her her robe and her stall and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's literally like trying to fumble around stitching this thing like during class mm-hmm. because again, it's close enough to graduation that she needs it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um she's fumbling around with like some needle and thread and I'm just looking at her like Po oh, baby. Now mind you, this woman is like, yeah, forty mm-hmm. <laughs> and little old me, you know, twenty one, maybe, you know, going on 22 i don't know um age tyra is looking at her like do you need help like, Listen. <laughs> and i'm sitting there in class and my best even my best friend like had mentioned this story like a couple years ago she was like yeah you were sitting there like doing this for doctor such and such and i was just like so amazed <laughs> and i was like nobody taught y'all how to like and i i also say this from a place of put privilege right because Mm -hmm. I grew up with my grandmother around so she was always like you know I have I also have a little brother or he's an adult now but I had a little brother at the time he would always rip stuff so it wasn't um it wasn't rare to see my grandmother or even my great-grandmother when she was like more active right walking around with a needle and thread in their hand, on the phone, <laughs> mm-hmm. phone in between their ear, you know, or you know, having a whole conversation and actually doing something with their hands. See, Mm-mm. I need to. I don't know. I need to either go on YouTube to watch, because I'm a I'm a YouTube learner. So, because like that's that's I'm mean, oddly enough, that's how I learned how to make gumbo.
1: Watching, really uh, yeah
0: watching um Williams I, I love his videos you know his cooking videos or whatever and and he actually taught me how to make dressing okay okay that's how you do it oh okay and so when when I saw that I was like because cause I'm a visual learner mm-hmm. so I was like okay you know I, and I watched it a few times or whatever but it took me I want to say it took me three good tries to get lasagna right. Mm. See? Yeah, you got me beat on food. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I am a consumer. Well, no. Y'all know I, we're we're business owners, right? Yes. Uh, Jackie is um, a 501c3, you know, yes. operator, mm-hmm. uh, administrator. We are not women who don't know how to do things, right? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but when it comes to like food, I just want it. I just want to prepare. Like I don't. I don't really have you. know, a lot of patience in that area. Uh-huh. Um, unless you know it's around that holiday time, and I'm just like, okay, well, I gotta do this. <laughs> I guess I got. I'm at that age where, um, you know, my older sisters, whether they're you know sisters in Christ, I've known them my whole life, or. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they're like actual cousins that I think of as older sisters they like oh so you know what you cooking and I just be like hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well see what what I could do <laughs> and you know I'm the person that's like I could bring you know the drinks like we don't have no. a, we don't have a bar full <laughs> you're not the plate yes. and drink bringer yes yes I am well, hey. Yes, I am. Hey, I know my arts. Like I know no, my strengths. Hey, <laughs> hey, not nobody. And judging. not because I don't want to learn how to cook, right? Not oh because I don't enjoy good food, but it's just so time consuming. hmm hmm Yeah. I mean, hey, hey, ain't nothing wrong with it. We need plates. <laughs> we need cups. <laughs> we need pop. We need water. Steve, we'll- that that sounds like shade, Jackie. It doesn't. <laughs> it's absolutely not. It's absolutely not. Hey, I don't know. I don't know how to sew. I need you to come over here and fix this little hole that's in my that's in my uh in my jacket right now. Cause I'm like, dang, I don't want to take this to the cleaners, but I don't know how to do this. That's another thing too, like knowing what to what you can and cannot take to the cleaners, right? Uh-huh um or laundry services having cleaning services like nobody like I was the cleaning service I was the dishwasher I was the yes you know I was the maintenance person at home when I was little when I was younger right I've been washing dishes since I was seven Mm -hmm. so when somebody (laughs) and I thought about it today too like Because as I was at home, you know, you at home, you ain't been home for a while. Like, you're actually trying to get comfortable and make sure the house is clean and stuff like that. I'm one of those people, like, the house, I can't be comfortable at home if my house ain't clean, right? Mm So I'm working from home and, you know, I take an hour um, to, you know, vacuum, dust, you know, wipe around and stuff like that do the dishes, and then I'm putting a load of laundry of my daughter's laundry in the washing machine, and I thought, mm, she's seven. I could really have her do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there are just certain things, like, even, you know, as a, as a parent now, so I will say, I will add parenting to that too, mm-hmm. Um and I'll tell y'all why in a second, but there are certain things that I did as a seven-year-old or as an eight-year-old that I'm just like, I don't want her to have to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, like, am I Am I on point with that? Is that going to be like something that like comes to bite me in the butt? Or is she going to be like me if I start her too early doing something? And by the time she gets to adulthood, like doing the dishes is like an actual chore. (laughs) Mm. Um, But yeah, I say parenting because I saw a lot of. Well, okay, I grew up with like I told y'all with my grandmother For a large portion of my life, but I also grew up with my mom Mm -hmm. um, in certain instances, right? And there was never a man in the house in the way of, you know, this is your father. Mm. Like my uncle, I have two uncles um, by my grandmother, and she actually had like four brothers. So one is deceased now, but um, I had men around. I wanted, t- oh, I started to say, Jackie, I had men around if I needed them. Mm-hmm. But quite honestly, I, I, I don't know if I should say that either. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but what I was going to say was there was never like a man around as a father figure, right? Okay. So I'm growing up with seeing, you know, by all, you know, of purposes and by all definitions, a single parent household, right? Or a single mm-hmm. mothering household. Yeah. And there are certain things that I was just like, mm, when I become a parent, right, or when I have children, I want to do this or I want to see this. There was never conversations about, uh, uh, obviously, until I had, you know, my daughters. <laughs> mm-hmm. There were never conversations about, you know, this. these are things to expect or yeah. even, you know, these are um, things you should be thinking about. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the people, like, who... Because also with the age gap, right? Uh, when I got pregnant, my grandmother was like well into her 70s, right? So, or oh, I'm sorry, no, she's about to be 80 this year. So I had Samia, she's seven, she's about to be eight. So yeah, she was uh, at least 70, 71, 72, right? Because mm-hmm. my math off a little bit. Y'all, it's Friday, don't judge me. <laughs> But um, just the difference in culture, right? And in, mm-hmm. in the things that were happening in society from the time that I'm pregnant and the time that my grandmother was pregnant, right? There mm-hmm. are some things that are like just standard as a woman. Like these are some things, you know, you might need to expect. <laughs> right. Um, those were conversations we, we really didn't have. Mm-hmm. And then even thinking about like the person who... Um, I remember, you know, when I was pregnant, the person who I would talk to the most, she was actually my doula and, um, she happened to work with me at the time. Her name is Ms. Green. Love her to death as like an older, you know, uh, mothering figure and (laughs) Mm -hmm. just older, like sister type of, like bordering sister motherhood type of figure, right? Mm -hmm. Just very wise. A lot of my conversations and a lot of my questions around what to do. Were actually aimed at her. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we were at work, right? <laughs> and because I was, um, you know, pregnant for most of the summer, like spring, summer, and then getting ready to have this child in October, mm-hmm. we would take walks um, like every day. And also her being a practicing doula, I feel like those were things like, I was glad to be able to, you know, ask her questions, glad to be able to kind of experience those things on those walks. Right. Mm -hmm. And part even that, like just knowing like at a certain point during a pregnancy, you are going to have to start walking like, quote unquote, walking this child down, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, getting your body prepared in a certain way. Right. Maintaining your health right? Uh, obviously, for the child's health. But I shout out to say, y'all, like, again, that was something that I experienced. And those are things that I learned as I was going through the, um, you know, the the experience of having a baby. Right. So can mm-hmm. you imagine bringing it back to like our young people, mm-hmm. a teenager having to learn those things throughout yeah. the experience? Right. Versus I'm not really sure how much of it I would want them to know beforehand. <laughs> right but there is a very fine line you know and a a very um a very necessary point or intersection if you will Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's good that's really good um so we're, we're going to have a part two to this conversation um Cause there's so many things to talk about. <laughs> it's, it it is it is and and for those that are listening, um, uh, for whatever platform that you're listening uh, to this on, um, you know, leave us a comment or you can like uh, follow us on, on uh, on our social medias, Facebook, uh, YouTube what's working and what's not, um, Instagram, YDWW Chicago. Oh uh, yeah, what what's an adult problem that nobody prepared you for? There's like so many things now that now that you have. Um, entered into adulthood, and I keep using that phrase, but it's like so real or whatever, because it is like a whole nother sphere of life because, you know, you, you're, you go through phases, right? So you're a child, you're a teenager, but you're going to be an adult forever. You're going to be an adult for the rest of your life. And so yeah, I ain't not going back. <laughs> no, no, there is no repeating 16, repeating 17. You just get older and Unless older. That just old. lying about your age. Which you we know, know some people that do that too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so once you hit that 21, well, to technically 18, whatever, mark, you know, you're going to be an adult forever, right? And so that's going to come with um a whole lot of experiences right and so yeah so we want to know you know um what what is a problem that you have experienced now as an adult you know that nobody talked to you about and so tyra and i again we um we do our best um with the uh young people that that god has entrusted us with you know to have these different kinds of conversations With them, and so we want to, you know, of course, hear from you, and we're going to have this conversation again uh, next week. We believe via uh, Facebook Live, we have uh, someone that's going to uh, join us uh, to continue this conversation. That is a licensed uh, social worker, so she has been working with um, youth for a very long time, a very long time, especially um, uh, with the concentration of mental health. And so, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, that conversation, so, man, we are youth development, what's working and what's not, a safe space for youth advocates to share their strategies and their challenges to supporting youth. Um, do you have an encouraging word, Tyra, before we leave? Um, I do. If I was talking to a younger person who is not yet of adult age, I would say, um, you have time but also understand that there's nothing wrong with knowing who you are right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Is don't let society, don't let culture, don't let um, especially, especially social media culture, right. Tell you that you have to be anything other than who you want to be, mm-hmm. especially if you ain't hurt nobody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to talk to just briefly to, mm-hmm. Uh, people who are uh, of adult age, mm-hmm. because I know, I when you transition to from work, one work setting to a new place, mm-hmm. um, you get to see. Well, I don't know. I'm a sociologist by trade, right? So I, for me, seeing uh, individuals in different cultural settings or in different just settings in general, right. Um, is something that's very interesting for me to like kind of people watch or for me to like take note of behaviors as the collective, right? Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I've been noticing, unfortunately, and it does, I think it does go back to spirituality too Mm -hmm. um, and connectedness with purpose. Um, I would say if you're an adult and you don't know what your purpose is, try to figure out what your purpose what your belief system is. Mm. Because for me, understanding my purpose is connected to my belief in God, right? Mm. And the, the idea that God actually dwells within me. And mm. every day, God's actual purpose for my life is being lived out in one way or another because of, again, my values and the, the way that I want to show up in the world. mm mm-hmm. Is I imagine that is really difficult, and I have firsthand seen just the struggle in people understanding who they are and who they want to be, and identity, and how they show up in the world because they're not connected with any belief system. Mm. Mm. That's good. Well, um, oh, mine is not that involved. <laughs> I would say the thought that I had while you were talking that came to me. What was that uh, purpose doesn't have to be confusing? Mm, come on, preach that. No that- <laughs> <laughs> that's it. that's it that's my word. Uh, that's my that's, I'm gonna leave that as it as it is, because that's literally what came to me while you were talking that purpose doesn't have to be confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, of, sure. of course, it has to be discovered, but it doesn't have to be confusing. It don't have to feel like a struggle. It doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. And again, I I truly believe that young people can find out their purpose. That they don't have to have some sort of defining moment when they're twenty five, when they're Mm thirty, when they're thirty five after they've been through five jobs and Mm -hmm. and all that. So like, oh. This is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, because by that time you wasted again a lot of time, money, and energy, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't have to be that confusing. So we're just gonna just leave that at that. We're gonna pick this conversation up next week. Next week we're gonna be we're gonna be on Facebook Live because this is um again we encourage you if you if you are um a TikTok person or whatever it's on YouTube or whatever the the video um, is actually called, you know, what's an adult problem that no one prepared you for. So we would love to um, hear like your feedback on that. um, Well, what resonated with you uh, in the video? Cause it's to me, even though it's it's not long, I believe it's like less than probably like 15 minutes or so. It's a very powerful um, video. And there's like a series of those on um, YouTube and TikTok. So, So with that being said, um, thank you all for joining us, and we will see you all next week. You all have a blessed and prosperous weekend. Good night. Good night, everyone.